It's the most wonderful time of the year. And no, I'm not talking about Christmas. I'm talking about the NBA playoffs. But you will have a chance at gifts still, or shall I say prizes, because this year DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. And of course, it's free, which means you get your free chance at daily cash prizes. DraftKings is going to be offering two free play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during the day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at $20,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. People, 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 what's going on, man? Mavs Outsiders Podcast, we'll be back. I am one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Minda Reese. Joined, as always, by my brother in arms, Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Brother Bibbs. I, I usually ask how you feeling. I usually ask how you feeling, but I feel like I know how we feeling right now, brother. How how we feeling right now, Bibbs? I ain't feeling no, I was kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Boy, the people would have the people would have clicked out so fast. Oh yeah, I gotta I had to cut that short. I, please don't run. Optimist Bibbs is not back. Um, but man, hey, hold up, hold up. If we sweep the clippers. I have a plan. We might have to do an Optimus Bibbs and Optimus Reese podcast for <laughs> I don't even know what Optimus Reef sound like. I'm scared. Hey, nobody does yet. <laughs> I, yeah, if we sweep them, we'll, we'll go all out with it. I'm, I'm with it. Okay. Uh, I had to had to practice my vocal exercises, but yeah, man, I, uh, you awesome. know, I like I, I told you in the last podcast, I was quiet about my feelings about the series before because, to be honest, I felt good. Like we know who Luca is, right? Like he, he took this matchup personally. This is part of why I actually wanted the Clippers low key. And again, these are things, if, if I'm, if I feel like if I feel something, but I also feel like I could jinx it, I'm not going to say it too much, but I definitely wanted the Clippers. I wanted the rematch and because I wanted Luca to have that moment. And I know Luca takes it personal I know he 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 has these boys on a dartboard in his room, like he's taking it. I mean, look, I don't even I can't even put into words how I feel about this Luca performance right now. I mean, Luca is Luca, man. 
to be honest, I knew what Luca was going to do. But the way the Mavs role players are playing, I'm so freaking – bro, I'm this close to buying a Tim Hardaway Jr. jersey. I lie to you <laughs> not, bro. Like, I, I have never been this hype in the living room flexing after a Tim Hardaway Jr. three, bro. <laughs> Exactly. I'm up jumping up and stuff, man. Look. I love Tim Hardaway Jr. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> we got a special guest on the pod, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I told you. Luka Doncic is going to do what he does. Hey, bro. Hey, yo. But the hey, yo. Others, hey, others, others got to step up, and the others are getting it done. All right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was enough before you did it. <laughs> Man, I oh man. Okay, let's let me look. Let's compose ourselves. Yeah, because I'm I'm actually an extra group today. Let's compose let's ourselves. Let's relax. Let's part. Let's part for real. All right, I'm done. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> to steal a page out of Reddit Mavericks book. What did you like? What didn't you like? What did I like? I like getting the W. I like getting the W. First of all, I like Luca going out and doing what he does. I like Tim Hardaway getting buckets. I like Maxi coming out firing after getting dunked on and flamed for three days. Came out firing 12 points in the first quarter. Jay Rich had some timely buckets. Brunson, timely buckets. Willie Collie Stein actually had a physical presence on the inside. Got a put back or two. Porzingis had a 20-point game. Now, yes, yes. <sighs> you want me to do the didn't like to? Go ahead. I did not like our interior presence. I did or, not either. Or lack thereof. KP got four fouls. I don't remember a single one of them. That's not acceptable. If you seven foot three and dudes are going at the rim. One of your fouls better been clotheslining one of them dudes. <laughs> An innocent clothesline, you can't can't do it too blatant, but I need to see you coming over with malintent. I need that. I don't need you watching dudes do two or three layups at the rim before you even come over. Like, what is that? Why are you seven foot three? What do we what are we gaining from you being there? We can hire uh a role player for eight to 10 million to do what KP does. On defense. On both sides of the ball. What the hell is he doing on offense? He had a couple I mean, shots. I mean, he, he did get 20. He got 20 on what, how many of those points did he, facilitate? did he manufacture? Let's not let, let, who are we paying to do what KP does? I'm not saying no one's better, no one's a good as option as KP or better. I'm just saying he's Roy Marketing could have the game that KP had tonight. Uh, None of his looks were KP got the ball and made a couple. He made maybe one move that somebody else couldn't make. And he may, took a deep three from like 50 feet away that I wouldn't want anybody else to shoot. He got five points outside of uh being set up. Or wide open. He's a better rebounder than KP, that's for sure. He also only had four rebounds again tonight. 
right. But he was also on the perimeter a lot, which That's I did a, not like because I, like I, I saw in the second half, and I guess this wasn't necessarily KP's fault. I guess this, this is just what, you know, the offense was meant to be, but they were doing switches and he had Reggie Jackson on him. And I'm like, bro, give KP the ball in the post. This was a point in the game where the game was close. Clippers were starting to mount a comeback a bit. And we were taking a lot of hero threes, bad hero threes, and letting them back in the game. Bro, give KP the ball in the post. Let him work. The dude is small. Here's what I'll say. And I, because I, I didn't want to rag on KP like that. I don't like his lack of physicality, period. I don't care about the stats at all. But his he's too soft. Like the way the rest of the team is playing, if we had an enforcer down there, like a guy that's willing to mix it up a little bit to get in there in a crowd and take a rebound from somebody, we would run through the league. We need a dude down there that's we don't need someone as good as Rudy Gobert because let's be honest, as far as centers and enforcers and paint protectors go, there's no one as good as Rudy Gobert. But we need someone down there who will make people think twice about coming down there. Right. The only reason that I'm confident about this series with the Clippers because is because they don't have an elite big right. that can take advantage of that weakness that we have on the interior. Zubats could, but we do so well taking him out of the game uh, with right. the pick and roll action. It negates it. But when you look at a Gobert, like you just mentioned, when you look at Giannis, when you look at AD, like those guys, and even, I mean, AD was trash the other night, but he came back tonight and responded. Like he's capable of seeing weakness and taking advantage of it. Right. So those are the types of, so like I said, I feel good about this series just because they don't have that guy that can do that. I feel like we match up well against them, quite honestly. But as far as like down the road, that's where it worries me. And I see some people thinking that, KP is going to be the answer to taking Gobert out of the game. Like we're putting a lot of faith in KP hitting jump shots. I've been saying that myself. I've I'm not saying it. Obviously, I haven't been saying it on the timeline because I'm in Twitter jail. But I have been thinking it. If we were to be able to get the Jazz, if we were to get through this round, and the Jazz were to get through the first round, let's put that out there, and uh, we get the Jazz, I was like, okay, we need to start KP at center. Yeah, we we would have to do it, and he would have to hit shots. And I wouldn't want him. This is a this is where I would not want him rolling to the basket. No, no, make them not, choose. That's he, not needs, good he needs to fade every single time. Gobert no, is either going to get the switch on Luca and get cooked. I don't think that's going to happen either. I think. Well, I wouldn't say cooked because like Luca can get whatever shot he Luka. wants, pretty much. Right. Pretty go back to probably trail Luca and still get a block with those arms. Go go gadget arms, head ass. But <laughs> uh yeah, I think if you know what? No, 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 no. Let's not do this. Let's not even talk about a jazz series yet, because okay, the work's okay. not done. The work's no, not that, done. Yeah, that's not even where I was going. That my point is that like I'm looking at this team. I'm excited about this series. I think I, I feel good about where we are. And I see a lot of hype about going to the, the the chip and all that good stuff, but that we have a major weakness still. Like as far as well as everybody's playing right now, we have a major weakness still. 
and it probably will show its head. So that's the only thing that's keeping my emotions tempered, if you will. So I'd, I, if we can get out of the first round, that's a successful season to me. To be honest, that all is, we need is one win in Dallas. Yeah. That's it. Like, if we lose game three, that's that's nothing for me. Like, that's game, not going to be hurt. If we lose game three, game four is actually a must-win game. I, I'm fine with that. And it's insane to say that about being up 2-1, but in a situation like this, because it's players, I mean, teams have come back from 0-2 before, like a lot of times. So, I mean, granted, they showed it on, they showed the graphic that uh, only four teams have come back from down 0-2 when they had home court advantage. That's wild. Um, and Dallas is not an easy place to go in and go into and play. And right. fifteen thousand screaming Dallas fans who have not been to a playoff game since two thousand and sixteen, and they're going against the Clippers, who most Mavericks fans hate, and were up two zero. <laughs> <clears throat> And you thought the garden was well, no, I'm not gonna do that because nothing is the garden. But still <laughs> well, I say dial it back, dial it back. Yeah, nothing is the garden. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I actually uh I don't even know if I want to say this on the podcast. There was a possibility that I might have made it to Dallas this weekend, but uh I might have to sit this one out. Yeah, you got work to do. What you mean, player? <laughs> <laughs> I can do both. <laughs> I can, uh, Why did you just? What the fuck? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm gonna run down run down the box score real quick. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm. It feel good to pre mm, man. Twenty eight points, five rebounds. Nine for 14 from the field and six for eight from three. Luka Doncic, 39.7 rebounds, seven assists, a steal, a block. 16 for 29 from the field and five for 13 from three. Dorian Finney-Smith was there. Maxi Kleber. (laughs) That was wrong. Why but, are you laughing at Maxi again? Like, what is no, that? No, 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 no. I was laughing because I said Dorian Finney Smith was there, and then I went straight to Maxi. Maxi, hey, look, Dorian did what he had to do on the defensive end. Not everything shows up in the box score. But here's the beautiful thing: we don't have to depend on him to get exactly because other people stepped up. That's that's how it should be. Maxi Kleber rebounding after getting his shit pushed in last game. 13 on, points, man. four rebounds, three assists, five for six from the field, and two for two from three. Came KP. Out, came out firing. KP, Christoph Porzingis. On the offensive end, you know, say what you want, 20 points, only four rebounds, but three steals and two blocks. Shot eight for 12 and three for four from three-point range. That's what we need. That's what we need. Josh Richardson, nine points, two rebounds, three assists, one steal. 
Uh, two for four from the field and one for two from three. Get those free throws in there. Those free throws. Four for, oh, we're going to get to the free throws. Because <laughs> I got something to say about the free throws. Okay. Uh, Jalen Brunson, nine points, three rebounds, three assists, four for seven from the field. Didn't even shoot a three-pointer this game. Mm. Last game, he only shot one and he missed it. <clears throat> Willie Cauley-Stein, six points, six rebounds. Doing his thing. Perfect from the field. Three for three. Uh, Melly got five minutes, which I didn't like. Uh, Dwight Powell got three minutes. Uh, I was surprised he only got three, to be honest. And they he, looked, looked, he looked good in his minutes. Yeah, he did. They were towards the end of the game as well. So, you know, uh, shows they still trust him somewhat. But I guess they just needed another big body out there. I'm not sure. Yeah, he was but, Roman playing some four guarding the perimeter. Like it was interesting how they used him, but his energy was high and it was effective. Now that we got the good out of the way, let's talk about these free throws, man. <laughs> first things first, a lot of shady shit going on in this game with the uh calls that the Clippers were getting and the lack of calls that we were getting. But when I started to realize why am I worried about us not getting calls if we aren't going to hit the free throws in the first place? Right. 13 um, for 24 from the free throw line. 54%. How much of that was Luca? Um, Luca shot seven of them and made two. Tim Hardaway Jr. shot eight and made four. Mm. Mm. God bless Josh Richardson for hitting his four free throw shots at the end of the game. Can't hold that against him. <laughs> Lord have mercy, man. Yeah, yeah that's ugly. <clears throat> Clipper shot 18 for 20 from free throw. 18 for 20. Best free throw shooting team in the league, apparently. 84% for the season. They definitely look like it tonight. Why shot 10 by himself? Who? Kawhi. Hmm. Okay. Mavericks, if you hit your free throws, this game's not even close. I'm I'm tired of having this. And this is not me being negative. I'm just saying where they can do better. Last game, it was, hey, if KP is hitting, this game's not even close. This game, it's if y'all hit your free throws, this game's not even close. Let's stop saying if this happens, this game is not even close, and let's make sure the game is not even close. Yeah. Um, the second, the other thing I wanted to check, how, what was the Mavs three-point percentage? Uh, I just wanted to check if uh, something was fluky from the last game real quick. Uh, I believe I understand what you're saying, sir. We shot 52.9%. Oh, so we, we maintained shooting about 50% yes, of the oh, We right. did. Well, how about that? Look, it's a fluky, huh? <laughs> Seemed quite fluky. Yeah. Seemed quite fluky, you know. I mean, you know, they say a broken clock is right twice a series. So, okay, you you just had to, you just had to ruin it. Anyway, the Clippers shot thirty nine percent from three. <clears throat> okay. Um, not terrible, but not good enough. Clearly. Uh, Paul George shot 14% from three. Uh, not trying to knock Paul George. Paul George actually had a very good game. Like, a very good game. He just couldn't hit his threes. Uh, I'm not going to lie. 
Kawhi put the team on his back. Even PG did as well, because PG really got hot towards the end, and I started to get nervous. Yeah, it was but, the fourth quarter. Yep, fourth quarter when Kawhi was out of the game. Uh, the Clippers role players are really selling them right now. And I think the Clippers role players and their depth was probably the main reason everyone had the Clippers over us so easily in like five games. But they're not showing up. They didn't show up last game and they didn't show up this game. Marcus Morris fouled out. Speaking of Marcus Morris, (laughs) shout out to Luca for dunking on him. Uh, Reggie Jackson showed up. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> He's the third leading scorer. That's that's wild. Reggie Jackson gets the third leading <laughs> scorer, though. With 15 points. And he was hitting them threes. He hit a couple early, and then he yeah. was breaking the rest of the way. Yeah, the rest of the way. And when it was fourth quarter, it was winding down, and it looked like the Clippers were coming back. And Marcus Morris fouled out. I saw Reggie Jackson checking the game. I said, yes. <laughs> I just when he checked in the game, I said we winning, we winning. Anytime I see Reggie Jackson on the court, I'm positive the Mavs are winning. Yeah, Especially def- if he's on the court with Pat Bev. And here's the thing: like Luca is taking players off the court for them. Patrick Beverly is useless against Luca. Zubac. He's isolating them and making them think too hard and getting him out the game. Rondo is barely effective. Like these, these are guys that are supposed to be keys for them. Ibaka, five minutes tonight, even less than the last game. Like Luca is saying, Oh, this is who you're putting on the court. Let me show you how trash this dude is. And making the Clippers take that person off the court. Like single-handedly calling them out one-on-one and saying that they're ass and get them off the court. You're fucking small. He did it again. Like He, he did looked, it again. He walked, to, he walked to the bench and said it like, <laughs> asshole Luca. Oh, that's my dude right now. I swear to God. All effect, bro. I love to see it. I'm, I'm, never mind. I was about to say something very ratchet. <laughs> Let it loose, man. Let it loose. I'll catch a body for Luca. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you said ratchet, not criminal. Oh shit! I just used my I use my one up oh, every yeah, episode. Yeah. I gotta dig through the episode to find that man. Oh man, I, it's crazy. <laughs> Only one slips out every episode. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, I know it was some things you wanted to touch on. Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, God. You took notes. Look at them. All right. Let me pull them bitches up real quick. All right. Boom. Actually, you know what? Before, <laughs> while you pull your notes up, uh, we're going to take a quick ad break. And uh, we'll let you uh, go on your notes and look up your points. I set that backwards, but fuck it. Uh, when we get back. So I know you uh you probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh I'm gonna take over the reins again uh to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh back in 2020, during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity 
to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um, I didn't have any podcast equipment, uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone, and that's why I discovered the Anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcast. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, like I mentioned. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free, you can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. Boy, I almost ain't make it back. I almost slipped on this hardwood floor. If I heard a loud crash, it was definitely staying in the pod. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Kaplow! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> You good? The ops for real, bro. Oh man, you know what? Put this in the pod. Go in and give us your goddamn notes, motherfucker. Oh man, welcome back. Uh, <clears throat> I apologize for the lack of professionalism. It's two a.m. <laughs> Y'all know how bibs get when it's late, man. Nobody told them to put the Mavs on at ten thirty. <laughs> Oh man, this is as close as you get to a high or, or drunk bib. So enjoy. <clears throat> ah. So the flow of the game, I wanted to kind of get into that. So we knew the Clippers were going to come out with everything they had, and by golly, they did. Kawhi was getting buckets. Scott Foster was blowing the hell out of that whistle. Kawhi came out had 18 points in the first quarter, but Maxi went crazy with 12. And THJ had 10. So we led after the first quarter, 35-33, despite 11 free throws for the Clippers to our zero in that first quarter. In the second quarter, we didn't get to the free throw line until the 540 mark in the game. So the refs tried to set the tone early, but the Mavs didn't care. We were just going to get the buckets. We finished at the half, 73-71, not a lick of defense to be found on either side of the ball. The free throw uh, discrepancy was cut in half to 14-7, to which lets you know, you know, things that kind of calmed down. They, it was blatantly obvious that we weren't getting any calls early, so they tried to, to compensate by, by giving us a couple there. Right. Pete Kawhi had 30 at the half, PG was 17, Luca had 23, THJ 13, Maxi remained at 12, and KP had his 10 at the half. So things were kind of going, you know, it looked like we were set up for a good photo finish. But in that third quarter, 
Luca. The Don Luca. <laughs> Luca. Kawhi only scored four points in that third quarter, by the way. Actually, PG Kawhi only had two. For the half. You know what? Go ahead and finish. I'm gonna look it up. I just yeah. to... Kawhi had 30 at the half. He ended, he, right. ended, he ended the third quarter with 34. So he has four points in the third quarter. PG had two points in the third quarter. And the Mavs went out of the third quarter with a nine-point lead. In that third quarter, Luca had the one-legged Dirk fade over Kawhi. Almost cried. It was beautiful. Like, I wanted him to point to Dirk in the stands when he Yes. Did. Yes. Like, if he had pointed at Dirk, I would have I would have lost it. If we lost the game, I'd have been fine. I had that moment. <laughs> like, he had the high arc on it and everything. Like, it was it was Dirk. It was – it. I had a flashback. I had a, a Raven Simone see the future, but I saw the past flashback to the 2011 run when Dirk was killing everybody. Like, when he did that. That fade away over Chris Bosh, man. It it was it was the same like time stood still type of moment because they were to all oh, Kawhi's taking the assignment and Luca just backed him down, calmly got into his spin, and Dirk fade. It was beautiful, and he wasn't done there, folks. We had a two for one opportunity. He came down. I was about to be mad, but I was like, "This Luca to done. Why would I be mad?" And he did a floater three going away from the basket. Curse splash. Curse splash. That's new. <laughs> and uh, you know, at that point, you know, it just felt like we couldn't be stopped because I believe they had just hit a three themselves, and then Luca came back and did that. Like we kept having an answer every time it looked like they were going to try to go on a run. And that continued into the fourth. Now the fourth, they started Dwight Powell, which was his first time on the court. And we already mentioned, I think he played 350, so he mm-hmm. only played like four minutes. But his energy was there. He was deflecting balls. He was recovering to cover defensive misses, which we didn't have for most of the game. It was beautiful. I loved it. And there are people on the timeline that would be shocked and appalled to hear me talk like this about Dwight Powell because you create these assumptions about people. We're in the playoffs. Every player matters. Whatever they can give me, I will take. So if Dwight Powell wants to come in and hustle, and not score a point, but but make uh, disruptions on the defensive end, I'm with it. And his energy in that period where PG was trying to take over, it helped hold off those guys until Luka came back in to close. And that's what he did. I don't know how we can watch these games and not feel like we should win every game. Uh, we definitely have the chance to, and we have the talent to, but, uh, I respect the Clippers talent too much to even expect a sweep. So Uh, who on that team is going to step up besides Kawhi and PG? Unless Kawhi and PG are just going to go dummy. Um... Luca has made the whole team look very pedestrian. Um, maybe Marcus Morris to have a game. Terrence Mann, don't sleep on Terrence Mann. So they actually asked Ty Lue about Mann after the game, <clears throat> and um, he didn't confirm it. But it sounds like he might have. They might give him some more opportunities because his ability to get to the basket versus just being a spot up shooter like some of those other guys. 
I was about to say he showed that uh, very well in the minutes he played this game. He definitely uh, did very well getting to the basket. Uh, it bothered me, but you know, it's yeah. good player. Yeah, so it's going to be something something to watch there. Uh, what did you have? I know you said you wanted to, to talk, touch on something. I touched on it. It was the free throws. Remember, just the free throws. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Like I, I just wanted to go over the flow of the game. Um, Again, we it was a start to finish deal. We won the first quarter. We won the game. We're now what twenty nine and zero when that happens. Yep, with including these two playoff games. So, uh, the playoff Mavs are here. Uh, it, this is a team that gets up for big games, and there are no bigger games than what we're gonna have the rest of the way. So, uh, my main keys for the season were finish the series with KP on his feet, <clears throat> and my stretch goal was to win a playoff series. And so, so far we're looking like we're going to achieve. I won't say that yet. We're, we're in position to achieve yes. my wildest dreams for this season. Yes. So um, I can't, I couldn't be happier. Um, We have shown to be better on the road than we are at home. Mm. This season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the exact records I can I can look it up if you like. Yeah. Talk. Please do. Uh which, you know, uh I feel like that's something to consider going into these next two games. Uh like I said, I'm excited, but you know, work's not done. We gotta keep our foots on their neck. Uh if we can win the next game, that'll be perfect. I can't see us blowing a three oh lead. I, I just can't. There is not a team in playoff history that has blown a 3-0 lead. If it happens to us, Jesus Christ. But uh, like I said earlier in the episode, uh, if we lose the next game, I believe game four is a must win, especially going back into L.A. with that kind of momentum that the Clippers would have winning two in a row. Don't want to put yourself in that position, even if the next game is the home game. So uh, preferably, realistically, win one in Dallas. If you can win both, Jesus Christ, series is over. But uh, win one in Dallas for sure. Make sure you win. Make sure you come out of Dallas with one win. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking for a sweep. I just, I'm just asking for one win. Yeah, and I actually checked. So apparently the Mavs had the same record on the road as they did at home. Really? 21 and 15. It felt like we played better on the road. Okay. We played better than we're supposed to on the road, but apparently we played pretty much the same. <laughs> okay. Where, wherever, whenever. Okay. Uh, I feel like, oh man, I can't wait for the AAC. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going it's to be nuts, bro. I wish I, could, I, I wish I could be in there. <sighs> don't, don't make me take up this offer I got. When is the next game? Friday? Friday. Friday. Oh, man. What time is the game? It's, is it late? It's at 9.30. Going to see a quiet place on Thursday just because of the, the Mavs game on Friday. I'm going. I got a date Friday night. Oh, snap. At 10.30. Well, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know the game was going to be Friday. I thought the game was going to be Thursday. Stay, stay off your phone, player. Uh, 
oh, and it's man. a comedy show too. Oh, oh hell, man. you ain't gonna to check no game. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna have my phone, but okay. the game is at nine thirty. Yeah, I'm gonna miss the game, man. Yeah, it's all good. I'll text you the updates. Jesus Christ. She's going to be like, why are you on your phone? Babe, the game is on. I got to do the podcast. <laughs> a real test for the, the, the budding relationship right there. Oh, right off the bat. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's all right. You maybe, uh, if you have the NBA app, you might be able to get the like quarter alerts or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. I'll set it up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Friday nine thirty. Sunday's also nine thirty. Ugh. Yeah, these late games gonna kill me. It's all good. Make it work. Uh, what what else do we have? Oh, the panel. We're still planning to do the panel on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Two guests are secured, although one of them is still looking for tickets. Apparently, for Game Four, one of them could go to Game Four, but. Uh, they said they have a guest in town that they're not going to abandon for the game, so they're, they're good. Thank uh, God for the guests. <laughs> so I'm excited about these guests. I think you guys will enjoy as well. Are we going to uh, look for a third? I am still going to look for a third. I'm trying to make sure I keep the, a good mix. Like I want to make sure the personalities are, are, are aligned. I have an idea. And I'll tell you after we start recording. Okay. Not for a specific person, but for what to look for. Okay. Yeah, I would like to hear your input on that. Yeah, because um, yeah, I had some ideas, but I was like, no, I'll save them for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, it can be a little different personality-wise. <laughs> well, it's uh, currently 2 a.m. I have to get up in the morning. Uh, not for work. I'm off, but I have other business to attend to. Uh I do have work, so yeah, we should probably wrap this up. I just want to let everyone listening to this know Game 4 is on Sunday. Mm. I get out of Twitter jail on Sunday. (laughs) If we sweep the Clippers, you will see the most ignorant Maurice Williams you have ever seen. I will go for Baltimore. I just want y'all to know. I can't keep bailing you out. You know that, right? Bailing me out how? I've been talking to Jack about giving you extra leeway, but he's not going to give it if, if we keep having to, having to do Okay, that. anyway. Uh, <laughs> so with that being said, signing off for the Mavs Outsiders. We'll catch y'all Friday night. Yes, I will be out on the date, but I will still be here for the recap. I promise. We'll see. I will be. I might be a little late in. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> oh, no comment. Oh, man. Signing out for recent bibs, man. Well, I'll let y'all ride it. Hold on, hold on. I have one more note. Oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> postscript, postscript. <laughs> uh, last, the last episode of the podcast is currently tied for the second most listened to episode of the podcast. So thank y'all for coming out for your boys. And... It's only been up for three days. Mm. Three days. And it's already tied. Y'all the goats, man. I mean, we really the goats, but y'all the goats too. (laughs) I'm just joking. 
Man. Okay, you know what? It's time to go. It's time to go. I hate that shit. It's time to go. <laughs> Sign off, bibs. In 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 the recording, bibs. We doing? That's what we doing, baby. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Uh, I said, burr. It's cold in here. It. Hold up. You recording? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> I do not trust you. That should have been at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to let that go. Nah, but uh, yeah, let's just let's get in, get out. No foreplay. No no pillow talk. Bro, come on. Knock this out. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a late night booty call edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. Um, okay. Oh man, say what? <laughs>